good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Hey, everyone. It is literally five minutes after we just watched the Billboard Music Award performance by our band, and we wanted to get on the very hot mic and talk to you immediately about it. So we're actually in a room together. Yay! Um, and gathered um, for this joyous and momentous occasion. Um, let's get into it. What, what do you a, think? What a day to reconvene. Yes. I mean, this was obviously purposeful, but I mean, what, what, we just sat here watching the boys on an award show. Not that they won an award, but I'm still kind of in shock. I'm in shock. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm it, a little it, in shock. Yeah. It went by really fast. Yeah. It went by really fast. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted more. And we were all, but Jody, you were still sitting, but yeah. mo- <laughs> the rest of us were standing up, like literally, and we got closer and closer to the TV. Yes. <laughs> when so they finally like, came on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like being a teenager again and just sitting in front of the TV and like waiting just, for a video to come yeah. out. It's literally what like, we yes, done yes. when we were 14, 15 years old. Yes. Yeah. I thought they looked fantastic. I thought the presentation was fantastic. Wardrobe, everything as per usual was on point. And, you know, Jody was saying immediately when she heard um, Graham Coxon um, oh riffing on Notorious, oh like, gosh. what a fantastic fit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I am not a fan of talking about replacing Andy because there is no replacement for Andy. But if Graham Coxon joined Duran Duran today, I would be so freaking happy. That was when there was speculation about what three songs are they going to do in their medley. I said, Graham can play Notorious. And that's the first song they started with. And it was perfect. Perfect. And obviously you can't beat Niall or Andy. So there's that. But you couldn't hear a difference in that. And again, I don't care if it's his own way or whatever. It just fit. It was perfect. Hungry Like the Wolf was perfect. And obviously, Invisible is his own guitar riff anyway. So I appreciate Graham Coxon more now than ever. And I was already a big fan of Blur and Graham Coxon. So right on Duran Duran for inviting such a talent into this uh, recording situation here. And before it started, we were trying to guess the medley. Mm -hmm. Yes. We knew Invisible Mm -hmm. because they had already said that. But there were the two other songs... And, and I said on a whim, yes. hungry. And we all thought and we hungry were like, wouldn't happen because of what right. Nick said. <laughs> right. Because Nick said, let's just cover that too. Nick said, the, the quote was, how do you avoid the nostalgia stuff? And he says, we don't play Hungry Like the Wolf every night. So I was like, there's no way they're going to do Hungry Like the Wolf. <laughs> well, this isn't every night. So yeah. maybe yeah. Right. just every once in a while, right. they'll throw it in. Right. Right. So, but you had two of the three. So we knew Invisible. Yeah. 
Jody and Stephanie had already guessed Notorious. Yeah. Thinking that we would have ended on Rio. Yeah. But it is the Rio album, so, you know. <laughs> I do think that Hungry was a slightly off choice, but it might have been Graham's guitar skill, too. It's heavier guitar. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, it was incredibly popular, so mm-hmm. everybody knows, well, I mean, generationally. So, you know, some of, they the, would kids, know some of the younger ones may not, but it was still yeah. incredibly popular, so. It's one of, I mean, it's, I have friends who say, oh my gosh, if I never hear Hungry Like the Wolf again, I will be fine. Yeah. I'm not that. I could hear that song every day for the rest of my life, and especially live. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's such an energizing song. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they picked that one. I thought it was I thought it was a good one. Real yeah. good one. Yeah. And we watched a lot of performances leading up leading up to this. And I will say they were one of the only bands that were playing their instruments. I mean, we know that this is a new trend with all the technology and all the rappers and all the other things. So I don't know, I was proud of them because they were playing and they were doing great and they looked great and so leading up to all of this, though, I mean, there was all that Duran Duran's name is on the marquee outside of Hammersmith Odeon. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? And um, then we find out that they had recorded something. And then we find out it's uh, going to be presented on the Billboard Music Awards. First time ever Duran Duran's performed on the Billboard Music Awards. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. And they were playing the invisible video behind them. Oh, I just saw the tree over and over again. Well, it was part of the video. Right. That was going behind them. But I didn't see the rest of the video. So maybe it was just a loop of the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We were also trying to figure out who was going to introduce Duran Duran, (laughs) (laughs) which was... Which turned into just quite a funny yes. thing. <laughs> yes. Because we were like, okay, they're going to do it. No, they're going to do it. And then when and they were introducing that glass tiger. Glass animal. Glass animal. Oh, <laughs> That's glass the band. Tiger. Don't forget <laughs> me when I love that song. Yeah. Well, glass animals. And they're like, they met in junior high in England. And we're like, and then they're like, oh. <laughs> Different people no, met in junior high, yeah, in <laughs> England. And then they threw us for a loop because they had Priyanka, Priyanka. Chopra. Sorry. <laughs> introduce Duran, not introduce Not introduce her husband, her husband in the Jonas Brothers. Yes. Right. Which I thought was too obvious, but that so, was definitely worth the wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely like um, the Mike Garson thing. You know, we got five years right off the bat. So the rest of it was just gravy. Yeah. yeah. This time we had to have the gravy first. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we haven't talked about Invisible yet. And, um, you know, that's that's a, another big deal that happened this week. So, okay. We, we got to talk about what we think and the video and all that stuff. Because it's pretty freaking significant. Yes. Stephanie, what do you think? Of the video? Anyone. Song or video? Um, I think that, you know, we were discussing, you know, we've been discussing this in Messenger about, you know, just the fact that, of course, Duran Duran is on the cusp of cutting edge technology. And it absolutely made sense that they would go this route. It shocked the shit out of me, for sure, that they did this and not, like... This fantastical video of them, which I think is even more appropriate because of the subject of the song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It well, fit. Yeah. And when they were recording at the Hammersmith Odeon, we thought that could have been for the video. And then they mm. they tricked us. Yeah. Because at True. first we thought, because does you remember, was it Roger talking about they were going to record the video and things got messed up? 
Yes, on yes, one yes. Of the things. They were they had on the schedule to record the video, but um, the schedule. Yeah, because stuff. of travel and schedules and stuff, they weren't able to do it when they had it scheduled. I guess they couldn't get to Huxley that day. Maybe so. Yeah. Oh, but remember, he also said they just recorded they just on it. their iPhones. Their so their maybe he was talking song. about the Billboard Music Awards and was throwing us off. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, that sly dog. Yes. <laughs> Dee, what do you think? I'm pretty picky, I guess, or specific when it comes to new music, and especially by my favorite band. I didn't listen to the sample. I didn't listen to any of the snippets uh, purposefully because I wanted to wait. I wanted to, I wanted to listen to it front to back and just take it in, have the right setting, and just just do that. So I was pretty patient, and I was tempted, but I didn't. I I listened to it Wednesday morning in my car on the way to my 6am workout. So it was still dark outside and it was just perfect. It was perfect. I just, I got in the car, hit play and went, went along the ride literally with the song and the opening sequence or the opening notes with the keyboard and the, and the beat. The first thing that I thought of was Prince. Yep. And I literally said it in the car, I said, oh, Prince, okay, where are we going? What, what's going on? Well, you know, where, where are you taking me? And then also the other thing that I thought of was just like kind of the, the little fling at the beginning, I thought pressure off. And then that was it. And I just kind of went along and I loved it. It's just, it's moody and sexy and layered and just, I mean, and I, I listened to it over and over again. And each time I heard something that I hadn't heard. Right. So mm-hmm. it was just something that I hadn't heard the previous time. And I just discovered these things. And that's what I love about Duran Duran because it's a lot of their songs are layered and just you hear the, you'll hear a keyboard or a riff or guitar or the bass or whatever. And man, the bass. Yeah. I just, I can't. <laughs> the bass is turned so up. Fucking sexy. Yes, ma'am. It was so good. It was just so good. And, you know, I, I, I just, I loved it. It was just, Perfect. And I, I remember what in one of the, the interviews they were talking about not, you know, putting something out that was like kind of like a party or, yeah. you know, dance or whatever type type song would feel tone deaf. Mm-hmm. And this was I think this was just perfect. I think I, it's I a think thoughtful. I, I mean, it's, it's a super yeah. thoughtful choice. The lyrics, yeah. you know, I, I can't. The lyrics are always going to be good. Yeah. But they were, yeah. So I loved it. You I know, and so with the lyrics, Simon talked about it was a relationship right. to start, but then he added in the part about the crowd because he really felt like this year, you know, everyone has felt a little invisible and in everything, which that's what I thought too, especially with the title of it. You know, I'm glad that they did. I'm sure we know the Giorgio tunes are going to be dance mm-hmm. numbers and that's going to be some party. And we're, I'm hoping one of the two that we Never get before know. the album will be one of those. But I, I agree. I think this was a great one to start out with because just the title and just the song really resonates with what we've been through because we've all felt a little invisible. So. I think it's funny that you brought up Marauder because Simon, in another interview, referred to Errol Alkin as the dance floor guy. Okay. And he's the one who produced this song. And we were talking earlier about how it's not like, you know, a a jam song, but I was listening to it when it was released on a walk and I was dancing down the street. So it's it's still a danceable song. It's obviously got that Duran Duran groove. Yes. Um, It's a groove, but it's not a party song. But it isn't a party song. It's a vibe. It's it's definitely a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that comes with the lyrics that you're 
mentioning like and a voiceless crowd isn't backing down it's a grind (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you know just like funky and just yeah yeah but with that too i have a friend i didn't tell you guys but um, stephanie and i were talking about this earlier my friend michelle and i were sort of texting back and forth and she was like i love it but I wish they would turn up the vocals a little bit. Mm. And I was like, well, I was kind of hearing some of that too, especially like the the female backing vocal. Uh, And I said, as the song goes longer, Simon does tend to get a little drowned out by the keyboards. And Michelle was saying that as well. And Mm. I was like, well, maybe Nick's just trying to make Simon invisible. (laughs) Well, and did you listen to it with the headphones? Yes, I I have. Okay, so with the headphones... I could hear the vocals better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were doing the whole thing going yeah. from one ear to the other, yeah. and like the girls were in one ear. And so I think because they were saying, listen to it with headphones, yeah. right. I think that's how you definitely yeah. hear the vocals a little right. bit better. Right. Just on the radio or on your Alexa or whatever, it, you yeah. get a little drowned out. When but I'm, you're right. Maybe he is making him a little invisible. Yeah. <laughs> well, and maybe that's purposeful. Yeah. Maybe the song builds to everyone, everything, this whole song becomes invisible. You know, yeah, but it just like gradually is. fades out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I bet I you really there's some it. intention to that. I, I, no, yeah. There's always there's always a method to the madness. Yeah. So I don't doubt that that was methodical. I do wish it was a little longer. Really? It could have been a little longer. And like so, not yeah. like not like a whole lot longer. Yeah, but just a little bit longer. But I will say I've been looping it, so I just tell Alexa to repeat, and she just keeps mm-hmm. playing it till mm-hmm. I tell her to quit, and it loops very well on itself. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because it does. I just it stops, does. It does. and then it immediately yeah. picks up, and so you almost don't even notice right. the transition. Yeah. Because so, it's like that immediate, yeah. invisible, and it just stops, uh-huh. and then and then the way back. it starts up, mm-hmm. you, you can listen to it. So if you want it longer, yeah, <laughs> just play it a few times. <laughs> I really can't wait to listen to it though on vinyl because I don't know how the technology is going to translate. If it's mm. supposed to sound best with your headphones on, yeah, I don't necessarily listen to my record player with headphones on because I'm usually in another room or something while the record player is going. My headphones usually attached to my phone, and I'm listening to some compressed MP three from iTunes or but, whatever, but think about this is with your record player you have two separate speakers and you have the different speakers sure. set up. Yeah. So that's truer to the headphone experience. Yeah. And I think it'll probably sound great on vinyl. That's like what it I'm sounds wondering. like with the headphones because a lot of people today that don't have record players don't have the external speakers and mm-hmm. won't get that. Now in the car, I haven't listened to it in the car. In the car, Deanna, did you notice it moving around like the sound? Yeah, yes. It, okay. Okay. Yes. yes. From different parts of the car too. Yeah. So. And yes. When yeah. it does that, yeah. And it went from my left speaker to my right speaker. Yes. I love the car. Yes. I noticed that the very first during Bohemian Rhapsody because they really like extremely go back and forth and like they have like one singer's like in the back seat and then we listen to it. So yeah, I love that too. There's the Cars song too, um, Moving in Stereo. Yeah, it's like that they too. do that too. Um, Dee, I have to agree with you. I think we were talking about this earlier. I think Graham's initial guitar sound at the very beginning mm-hmm. of Invisible is... It remind. I mean, like, I'm taking immediately to a, a Prince song. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. remember if it's When Doves Cry or something like that. I think mm-hmm. it's When Doves Cry is what I'm thinking it of. Was, it is so Prince influenced. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering how intentional that was. Mm-hmm. Someone I read recently where a fellow fan said that they heard Ashes to Ashes. They, and then now I can't not uh, hear that either. You know, that's so like I feel like the bass, song. yeah, the bass yeah, has that. Dun, dun, it dun, does. Dun, it dun, does. Dun, 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 dun. And so how someone suggested like the, the two songs together would mash 
perfectly good mashup. Oh, yes. here we go. Live yes. show. That, and then I told you earlier as well <laughs> about how I heard, when it goes to that, I heard Arcadia when I heard that as well. So, which all of that excites me. So, once we finally get to Hyde Park, and if Grace Jones is still going to play, then maybe we could get some Arcadia. So, that would be good. Yes. 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 That would be fantastic. Well, when I heard the snippet, which was just the girl mm-hmm. whispering invisible three mm-hmm. times for like the 10 seconds. So Deanna didn't listen to it, but I think the rest of us listened. I don't know if y'all listened to it. Yes. I don't know if I heard that one. So she just did the very beginning with, uh, invisible, with the music. With the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me think of that Enigma song, Sadness, where she's like speaking French. The I can't Dis-moi. say it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. But the way, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it may because of that electronic music with the whispering, it made me think of that. So I know that that's not their So attention. when they gave us the second snippet, which mm-hmm. turned out to be the beginning of the song, that made me very happy because when I heard the second si- snippet, I was like, I hope this is how this song starts. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens. I'm very, I love how that starts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love, like you said, I love that Prince riff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's so recognizable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to be intentional. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, people are influenced by Prince, and we know from experience that Duran Duran was, or at least John, had a very reverence for Prince. So mm-hmm. I, I just wonder if this was because it was Paper Gods when Prince time when Prince died. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the next Duran Duran record, and not to take. And if it's not, not to take away anything from Graham Coxon. Oh gosh, because no. we love it. Good grief, you know. I but know yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're just hearing all of the influences. Mm -hmm. And so again, I think that, gosh, let's get into like Future Past, the title. I think it's perfect. I love it. Have you heard the latest explanation of what it means? No. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay, Simon said in this interview with Italian Radio that the present now will be the past, but it at one time was the future. Yes. So Mm -hmm. the present is the future past. That's right. what he said. So I was like, damn, boy. That's awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, that's but when I there. first heard Feature Past, because we had heard the snippets, mm-hmm. and then we had heard the song, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. it, to me, meant everything that they've done up, like, I took it as a body of their work. And see, I, and I well. think that would be the, that would be the interpretation. I, but what you're I'll, saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think like that's a, what they are thinking everybody's going to say. Or right. Think. Yeah. Right. And they've are we already know. They don't want to talk about right, past. Right. We right. are talking about what's happening right now and this is the future. But it's interesting that Huxley yes. in the video took past imagery from them. Because that's yeah. what was fed right. to Huxley. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the video for a second. It's very interesting. Yeah. Keep going with that thought yeah. you had there. Well, no, I mean just I mean, and we kind of touched on it, you know, when we started talking about um of course that they were on the edge of technology. Mm-hmm. I mean not on the edge, like right there in the beginning of it, of mm-hmm. something new that absolutely makes sense. And so we're still, we've been watching it a couple of times today before we started talking on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're still trying to find all the images yeah, yeah. that are in that video. Yeah. We found the zebra. Can't find the fish. <laughs> the not- notorious tree. And the tree. Yeah. And, and the tiger. the tiger or leopard or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw a boat. Yeah. A boat yeah, yeah. and a wall. Parrot. Still can't a parrot. Out quite I what see the parrot, parrot every parrot time. Is. 
I see. I have to watch it again. And then I was talking about how it can also be just whatever you see. Like what? Yeah. You may see a parrot, but someone else sees something else mm-hmm. or, you know. Nick said something like that too about the abstract of it. The abstract. And you you kind of just see what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like listening to the song, hearing something that you hadn't heard yet. You watch the video again. You're going to see something that you hadn't seen the previous time you saw mm-hmm. it. So it's cool. I, I like I like the way it all came together. It's visually stimulating and just, I love the colors and everything. So what about the guys? I, don't, I, I dug don't, it. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dug it. I mean, I, I almost expected them to not be in it at right. all. Yeah. Yeah. So that they put it, they, they created this this way is is really, I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. I thought it was good. And uh-huh. I think f- for them being in it. Like, they weren't in it that much, and yeah. that was yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, they didn't need to be in it that much. And it's not that long of a song. No. <laughs> it's only, like, two minutes long or two and a half minutes long. I mean, so, definitely Nick looks most in his element with the dark eyes. <laughs> and on the interwebs, people have made some comments about them looking like zombies or the dolls I from Barbarella. I think they're to. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> invisible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was thinking about this earlier, and Steph and I were talking about this. So... On the edge of technology, we've got this, the use of AI to create a music video. Going back in time, we had the first digital download with Electric Barbarella. Yes. Well, there was something in between that and then the being on the forefront of video making and traveling to make videos. What was in between? They they were the first ones to use a video screen at yes, the concert. in concert. In That's concert. Right. That's right. Well, oh, in terms of technology stuff? Yeah. I like, mean, with the second, what was the second universe? Oh, they did. Um, yes, they did. Second Life. Second, Second Life. Life. Second Life. That's right. They did a lot more with that than I think a lot that's of the right. bands did. Oh, well, and of course the NASA thing, which I, I don't know if that's necessarily technology, but yeah. Well, they did. The with partnership the, with, with the, the, the drums. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. I, I remember sending you guys a message when I, I noticed or I read somewhere that the video was going to be created by AI. And I was like, they freaking did it again. Like how after 40 years... Do you do this? And you go, oh, Duran Duran. That's how they do this. That's who the heck they are. And yay that we have been associated with something so not nostalgic, something so forward looking, something that we can still get excited about that isn't pour some sugar on me over and over again. (laughs) You know, I mean, this is so fantastic. I feel so energized as a Durani because this has brought in even, you know, computer geeks that love technology, maybe not even the music, but this is bringing in more people because this is so fresh. And I, I cannot even express how appreciative I am that they have not gone to Hungry Like the Wolf every night. So, And I mean, even the technology, but even the, I feel feel like just their marketing that was ahead of the times too the fact that they had the 360 marketing back then and they had the videos and they had all the photo shoots and they did all of that when i mean that was coming a little bit from the label but they other brands weren't doing that and they've kept it up but you're right and i i think i feel like nick is the one that's in that seems to be really interested in a lot of the cutting edge i feel like the other guys are right along there with him and they're like they're agreeable to do it but I feel like he is on the lookout for stuff. And I mean, maybe, I don't know if that's right or not, but I feel I like agree. he's kind of open to it. And I'm wondering some of it, if they seek it out or some of the people come to them and say, here's this cool new technology. So either way, if someone came to you and said, here's this new great technology and go, uh, no, we're yeah. not about that. No, but they that do would it. suck. But yeah. they, yeah, they're, they're fearless when it yeah. comes to that. 
Putting out a video like this is so, I mean, we've seen comments from people. It's kind of off-putting yeah. to people. Get over it. It's <laughs> magic. Some smart person sat in a room and created code that can accept these words and images and then create some dreamlike abstract video that goes along with this. Oh my gosh, that is freaking magic. So yay. I mean, I'm serious. Look, I got chills. Energized again by by this band and just the incredible depth. And again, to your point, you know, they came out with a single that was not like necessarily a banger. And I think that was all part of the point there. They weren't trying to be in your face right away. I think we're going to probably get a really spectacular visual. We get a summer, you know, summer jam, you know, uh, (laughs) I I mean, I think, you know, they'll be back with the video, you know, that we're, that we're used to traditionally that we're traditionally looking Mm -hmm. for, but I appreciate that they're not oblivious to what just happened and they didn't make it all about them. Right. The more and more that I listen to Simon's lyrics and like you said, he's never going to disappoint with that. (laughs) I keep taking away something different and, you know, no matter what the intention initially was for the song, I appreciate that I can take, you know, what has been said and I can apply it to something. I hear something different every time I listen to the song. And it makes me think of different things that have that, that has happened over this past year. Well, yeah. honestly, this past year changed everybody. Like some more than others, but it changed mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. so that they recognize it. Yay. But I think it's part of their change as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody is more aware of the world now. Right. Well, and I think the Duranis, we were all so hungry to see them because we haven't seen them perform. And they've said that they didn't want to do these lockdown performances and we've all felt that that was the right thing for them so i feel like between the five years which was totally cgi and we didn't even talk about that that was some cutting edge technology that they were green screened into that they had the vr painter come in and put those layers in so that was one and this is like the second time we've seen them play something new in over a year and we were like so excited that's why we're like dying like every time they kept teasing on the commercial we're like bring them out we want to see them yeah Everything yeah. visually, the the visuals, as everything was on yeah. point. We love John's jacket. As always, yeah. And Nick, of course. Yeah. The light uh, really picked up and Simon's the uh, hair. detail on, yeah. Them, yeah. on them, mm-hmm. Nick's jacket. Rogers and they looked happy. happy. Yes. Yeah, yeah happy, you, you, you know, uh, Roger smiling yeah. a lot yeah. behind the kit. That was really yes, cute. Yes. They were, yeah. you know, back in their element, and it's just, it was nice to see. I got chills watching it. I got chills listening to the song. Mm-hmm. I got teary eyed mm-hmm. listening to the song. Freaking hungry, like you know, it, it gets me just... every time. <laughs> <laughs> And then we all howled at the end because we know we have to. We did. We did. Um, I thought as we were watching it that, yes, they were having a great time. There was something missing, and that was us. And I could tell that I think they thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's about time. It's that, anti- you know, the anticipation of. Yeah. Well, and the, ener- and yeah, the energy. Coming. The energy. Yeah. They yeah. had great energy, but you're right. Mm-hmm. They feed off the crowd mm-hmm. and yeah. we feed off mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they recorded this two weeks ago. And so we were feeding one way off the TV tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were there, dudes. We were yes, there. We were. In we're, spirit, we're, watching the TV. Yes. We were standing we right there. Yes. From the TV, yes. So. yes, we were. <laughs> we're trying to get as close as we could. Like literally as the lights go down. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we found out within, I don't know, minutes or an hour that they were at the Hammersmith Odeon because the yeah. Durannies over there were like posting, why does it say Duran Duran outside? <laughs> oh my so gosh. So someone imagine? would have been there. I, I think our UK Duranny friends would have gladly been there. So Shoot, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tempted if we could fly over in September <laughs> to do Scarborough or something. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's a, been a long minute. We, we, we miss. Well, we're yeah. optimistic they will hop on this side of the pond. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we're not getting too. them for ACL like we wanted. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird ACL lineup. <laughs> there's, there's really not <laughs> a, a place for them on there. That is a whole other episode. Yeah. George Strait and Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but don't say that hasn't happened before. I know that they have been on similar festivals. It's really odd. Before. They've yeah. played the Houston Rodeo before. Yeah. 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 That, was a, that was a little while back in later times. <laughs> it was. But still, Duran Duran and Garth Brooks. There was something weird like that. Maybe it was, uh, God, what's his name? Tim McGraw. I think it was Tim McGraw and Duran Duran. Yeah. Indian Outlaw? Indian Outlaw. That's his song. Oh. I'm like, oh, I, I, I would know. <laughs> Not my genre. <laughs> nope. Okay, well, we're super happy to have a new song and have a new live performance and a new video, and we're going to go watch it a million times more. So y'all come out to the Instagram page and tell us what y'all think about the video and about the Anthem. Billboard Music Award performance. The first time Duran Duran has been on that program. Yeah, yeah. With The weekend and Da Baby and... <laughs> Suzanne's favorite, Bad, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Nobody. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can even find us if you ask Alexa. Make sure to also follow our Instagram page, too. See you again real soon.